Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Before Mr. Intro Voice does his thing, I'm very happy to say that I have not one, but two promos this time. 36 Times and the Scary Sisters have been kind enough to let me introduce you to them. If you don't know them already, then you really should get them subscribed. Enough from me, Lily, Krista, and Sister Scary. Take it away. Hey Krista! Hey, Lily, did you know in your lifetime you'll pass a murderer 36 times? I did. And you know why? Why? Because we're 36 times, a Canadian true crime podcast which covers crimes in the Great White North. Oh, right! Every episode, we focus on a major crime and then we lighten things up with a kooky one. We talk about everything from the criminal justice system itself to animals arguably not doing what they should, bringing you true crime with a shot of maple syrup. Catch our episodes bi-weekly on iTunes or your favourite, that's favourite with a U, podcast app. Hi everyone, this is Mallory. I'm Whitney. And I'm Allison. And we are the Scary Sisters. Ooh. <laughs> All three of us grew up loving scary stories and films, and as adults we are just as horror-obsessed. That's why we created The Scary Sisters, a weekly podcast where together we discuss horror movies. Join us as we discuss films from the classics to new releases. And for those of you who are too scared to watch horror movies, this is a comedy podcast, so you can experience the film without the chills. We release every Friday, so check us out on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or our website. Bye! Bye. Oh, I did it! <laughs> <laughs> Engage intro voice. Welcome to episode 8 of Mirths and Monsters. The time is Halloween. A time of scares, spooks, and psychos. What better time to engage your chuckle muscles than now? There is an old French phrase... Les muscles de chucul fuscere zigostis. Roughly translated, this means ghosts be wary of chuckles. So, 
If at any time you think there's something under the bed or in the closet, burst out those chukumusus and all will be well. On with the pod. Halloween, my friends. This is your host, CK, and I hope you're happier than a pagan right now. This will be the first of two spooky-related episodes for you. A trailer for the second one will be at the end of this show. This episode, I'm going to be talking a little bit about Halloween. A bit of history, both old and modern. I'm also lucky enough to have another interview planned with a date-specific person. So, I believe it was the Italian philosopher, Risi Pisi, who said, Trick or treat, smell my feet, give me something good to eat. Trick or treating is generally regarded as a fun activity when kids, young and old, dress up in costume and go from house to house and hope to get some sweets that contain enough sugar to keep them awake till Christmas. However, if you are the BBC magazine from 2007, then the phrase, making demands with menaces, gets mentioned. Now the actual phrase, trick or treat, does originate from America, Canada way. The first time it appeared in print was in 1927 in an Alberta publication and the practice itself has been on the go since the 1920s but it didn't really kick off until the 1930s when it became more of the tradition we recognise today. Now the whole idea of going to someone else's house threatening them with menaces in return for goods you'll not be surprised to hear comes from the British Isles and as historians know Britain made an empire from going to someone else's place and being menacing. Since the Middle Ages, and by the way, if you're not too sure about the Middle Ages, that's the ages that wear jeans that are too tight, buys a Harley Davidson and starts dating an era that's young enough to be its daughter. Anyway, since then, there has been a tradition called mumming. That's mumming. So fun to say. This is not the practice of licking a hanky to clean muck from your kid's face. This is actually when a troupe would go house to house performing plays in return for food and drink. As for Halloween in the UK, it's slightly different. There is a term called guising. Guising is the dressing up part. It's actually short for disguising. What would the disguises be for? I'll get to that in just a wee bitty. Guising, in Scotland, is recorded as far back as the 16th century and a bit later on the other parts of Britain and Ireland. So, where did the dressing up and associated traditions come from? It's generally regarded that the concept of trick-or-treating and Halloween itself comes from the festival of Samhain. I think I'm pronouncing that right. It's spelt Samhain but pronounced Samhain. This originated from Britain and the Celts in particular. This is going back 2,000 years, give or take a century. When the new year actually began at the sunset on the 31st of October. This signalled the beginning of the dark part of the year. Ooh, drama. It's just winter. This has changed, of course. The Celts were based on the British Isles, and as we know, there is only winter these days. 
Having said that, I do remember a beautiful summer in 1994. Ah, what a Tuesday that was. There would be bonfires a-blazing to begin the celebrations. Ah, the smell of the burning wood. The occasional of a hedgehog who tried to get warm. It was seen as a cleansing act to usher in the next year. There would be sacrifices of crops and, well, animals. But only animals who are really, really old and unwell. Probably. Now, the dressing up bit. There were three reasons for the dressing up. One, to honour the gods who apparently loved it when their brethren wore a Spongebob outfit, or at least the equivalent of the time. Two, to hide from malevolent spirits who were out to wreak havoc and steal animals. The costumes meant they could hide in plain sight, but they would have to hide the animals. I guess they hid them on the bonfire. The last reason was to honour the dead. You see, the time between the 31st of October and the 1st of November is the time when the veil between the living and the dead is thin. It's at its most sheer. So what would happen is that the Lord of the Dead... Quick note about the Lord of the Dead. He never, ever got invited to parties. What with the whole being Lord of the Dead thing. He had two brothers who were more popular. Lord of the Rings... He's a lovely fella, but oh man, his stories go on forever. And the other brother, Lord of the Dance, who had every pair of leg warmers you could imagine. Digressing again. So, the Lord of the Dead would release spirits who had been trapped in the bodies of animals, and they would move on to their next incarnation. So from that, we now have folk wandering the streets every 31st of October dressed as ghosts and monsters. I believe that this year's most popular scary costume, certainly in America, will be a Cheeto. So, when did trick-or-treat as a phrase come to Britain? So even though the traditions of what is now known as Halloween has its basis from the British Isles, the phrase trick-or-treat didn't make it here until around the 1980s. And back then, and to a degree still now, It's seen as an annoyance that was brought over here by the Americans like every other silly thing. We call these people grumpy and that's as far as I can go. The phrase has gathered purchase in the past couple of decades. Guising as a term has pretty much become defunct and the cries of (laughs) is issued forth every 31st of October by children or as I like to call them, tiny terrifying chocoholics. Now there is, of course, another famous Halloween, an even more sinister Halloween, one that has its origins in the town of Haddonfield, in the state of Illinois. The horror fans amongst you will recognise that as the home of Michael Myers, scary killer fella from the Halloween franchise. Well, it seems that you heard the Friday the 13th episode when I spoke, albeit briefly, to hockey mask wearing mama's boy Jason Voorhees. Mr. Myers got in touch and asked for an interview to put something straight. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I, of course, said, yes, please, please don't kill me. And then he hung up. So let me just dial his number. Her name was Lola. She was a showgirl. Yellow feathers in her hair and her dress cut down to there. Ray? She would merengue and do the... Ray? Judge. <coughs> Finished with my woman cause she couldn't help me with my mind. What do you want, puny mortal, who doesn't give me enough dreamies? Nothing. Nothing. Are you singing Copacabana? No. I don't even know what that is. Black Cat Sabbath. That's what I was singing. Black Cat Sabbath. Yes. I will now make you look at my butt. You may think it is a mirror, as I walk off haughtily. Okay, my friends. Time to make this phone call. Hello? Is that you, Michael? It's not the best of lines. Oh, he died on me. Let's try again. Oh, he's back again. Hello? Hello, Michael? Oh, he's died on me again. And that, my friends, is the end of that joke. Now, there is one last thing I'd like to share with you this Halloween night. It is quite a known thing that black dogs are high up there in the realms of the supernatural, known as portents of death, soul collectors and harbingers of doom, they get a pretty bad rep when maybe they aren't so bad. There are many tales involving black dogs, but there's one in particular caught my eye, and that is the case of the attack in the village of Bungay by Black Shuck. In the year of 1577, Black Shuck set about the church in the village and did away with two unlucky villagers. However, it did transpire that these two were cat people, and Black Shuck 
had in fact played a very long game with them. A game of revenge. So, let me take you back. Way back. And share with you a tale of old Black Shuck. The role of which will, of course, be played by the wee man Finn. Pour yourself a drink, sit by the fire, and relax your collective feats. It had started back in 1576, and Black Shuck, who I will now refer to as Shucky, had fallen on hard times. Soul collection was hard to come by, because the market had been flooded with an influx of black dogs, and they had been the must-have accessory for the up-and-coming witch in the tail end of 1575. Sadly, these young witches had no idea that the upkeep for such a hellish hound would involve so much of their precious time. So, the outcome of this was too many soul collectors and not enough souls, and many black dogs were left struggling. This included Shucky. Too many times, Shucky would be reduced to sneaking around the wards of filthy hospitals just hoping to catch the death throes of some plague victim, just so he could get a snack as the soul left the body. The unfortunate thing about this was that Shucky was a big dog. A really big dog. Roughly five and a half feet from paw to ear, so you can imagine such a beast trying to blend in with any surroundings. He even tried to learn not only how to whistle, but to whistle surreptitiously. Sadly, dog lips are more made for flapping than pursing, and he was kicked out at every turn. What he ended up having to do was eat actual food. Black dogs are capable of eating, but they don't like to because nothing tastes as good as soul food. It was one day when he saw some chickens roaming a large back garden that he knew he had to take the opportunity and grab some chicken to go and slake his hunger for a while. As he snuck into the yard, he wasn't aware that the owners of the property had been watching him from the kitchen window. The owners who were watching a giant, if on the verge of emaciation, black dog, who was about to eat their chickens. The pair of them grabbed a heavy broom each and ran outside, swatting and screaming at Shucky. Normally, Two slightly elderly people would have been nothing to old Chuck, but such was his state of fatigue that he had to turn tail and make his escape from the caterwauling couple. Once he made it to the other side of the fence and a few feet beyond, he looked around and he saw them. Two cats, sitting on the threshold of the kitchen door. Woohoo! Not now, Ray. Their smug faces lazily beamed contempt and Shucky knew then and there that he would get his revenge. If this were a film, this is where the montage would take place. For the next year, Shucky got himself into peak condition. He bolted through the woods, he learned stealth at the hospitals, and if any other black dog got in his way, he learned a look and a deep-throated growl that made rumours of his perceived ferocity spread across the land. One year later, 
was the night he had chosen to seek his revenge. All the training, all the running, the growling, the soul-eating led to this moment. He watched the church. He could see them through the stained-glass windows. And all his training left him. He went absolutely mental. He broke through the doors of the church, he found the couple, and he ended them. He then left as quickly as he came, making only one stop before fleeing into the night. There was no contemptuous looks on the feline faces then, as shock busted through their cat flaps. Old Shuck became folklore that night. He was never seen again. As long as you left out a chicken once a month for him. You didn't eat them. It was the principle of the thing. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. The mythology of the black dog goes back a long way. Malevolent beasts who will eat your souls... And your chickens, if you're not careful. Now Finn is more chocolate-coloured with flashes of white. He's my companion on these journeys, as you know. And he's a very good boy. Yes, he is. Oh, yes, he is. But I always keep some chicken handy. You know, just in case. So there you have it, my friends. Finn is now having some sherry and signing autographs. He's a wonder, that boy. I hope you all have a fun and safe Halloween. And remember, if you see a black dog, don't be scared. He just wants to eat your soul. Remember and listen on for the wee trailer. Till next time, Slancha. Your good health. started with one letter, one piece of yellowing, crinkled parchment. He had trekked to Romania to attend the will reading through his misplaced guilt of being an estranged son. Not any financial reward. What he ended up being unwittingly bequeathed was cursed. Actually, physically cursed. He recalled how the old woman explained to him in a very gentle, yet forceful manner. Young Talbot, she had said, you have now the cursed blood of your father in your veins, and you are now the werewolf. Obviously he had laughed at her, though not in a mocking way. She had simply smiled through his laughter and had walked away from him. Quite quickly now that he thought about it, Join me on a journey involving characters that you know, but not this way. Popcorn and Monsters starts Halloween with Chapter 1.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.